church. You can go ahead and be seated. Praise the Lord. What an amazing start to singing Sunday. Welcome, church. Merry Christmas. So glad to see all of you here this morning. Uh, if you are new and it's your first time here with us, we want to say welcome. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you chose to worship with us this Sunday. We want to get to know you and we want to meet you. So after the service, take that yellow card in the back of the seats in front of you. Fill that out. Stop by the welcome desk where we'd love to meet you. We have a small gift waiting for you to let you know that we're so thankful that you're here and drop that off. For the rest of you, we want to make sure that we're praying for you and we're keeping up to date and connected with you. So fill out a connection card, either the green one in the back of the seats in front of you, or you can do it online. Let us know how you're doing so we can be praying for you as well this week. Well, we've got a couple of events that are happening today after the second service. The first one is our first step class. Now this class is intended for anyone who wants to get connected here. If you want to join a small group, if you want to serve on any one of our teams, you need to become a member to do that. And to become a member, you need to take our first step class. And that's happening today at 2 p.m. out here in the foyer in the meeting room. So if you want to do that, if that's what you want to do, stop by the welcome desk. We can sign you up there. You can just attend that class. This class is intended to let you know how it, what it's like to worship, walk, and work here at Hope. So you get all the details that you need to get connected here. Also happening today is our young adults house party and praise, and that's happening at 2.30. So if you're between the ages of 18 and 30, you are invited to this house party at 2.30. Now, Phil Darko will be at the welcome desk after the service. So if you have any questions, you want to get connected to young adults, or if you want to come to this party, stop by here. That's the best time to get all the information as he'll be there after the service. Uh, and also happening is our Christmas services. And we want to make sure that you know what time to be here. That's happening uh, Christmas Eve, December the 24th, next Sunday, same time, same place, 9 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. We still have some invitations left. So make sure if you want to invite your friends, which we encourage you to do that, invite as many people as you want, friends, family, everybody, neighbors, coworkers, grab a few invitations and hand them out this week. Meet us back here next week, uh, December 24th. And then the following week, we have our New Year's Eve prayer service. We are dedicating a service to prayer just before the New Year rolls in. That's happening on December 31st, same time, same place, 9 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. We are going to praise the Lord for all he's done this year, and we're going to pray for the year ahead. So join us for that as well. Okay, at this time, I want to continue in worship by inviting the ushers forward to collect this morning's tithes and offerings. If you are new here, do not feel obligated to give. This is something that those of us who call Hope Church our home, we do this. Uh, this is intended for us that call Hope Church our home. And there's a number of ways you can give that is shown online there behind me on, on the screen. You can give online, give physically online, or you can do e-transfer. All right, let's continue in worship. Well, kind of keeping with the theme of Christmas, we have a special service here today in having a child dedication. Every once in a while, we have uh, parents who have babies, and they want to really dedicate their child back to the Lord for his plans and purposes. So I want to invite up the Buchanans of Kenneth and Livia and their wee little daughter, Mariah, and Isabel's going to join. Yep, if you could welcome them up. Wonderful, precious packages here. Yes, yes. 
As we know, in Psalm 127, verse 3, the Lord reminds us that children are a heritage from the Lord. They're a gift from the Lord. And so it's very natural as parents for us to want to dedicate our children back to him for his plans and purposes. And that's really what Kenneth and Livia are wanting to do here today. And as parents, you know that we can't do this alone. That parenting is beyond the capacity of just two people. It really takes kind of a family abroad, a church family, to help raise these children. And so what they're doing, they're doing a few things here this morning. What they're doing first is that they want to commit themselves as parents to the Lord that they would be faithful as parents in uh, raising up Neriah for his plans and purposes. And then also to that end, committing her to his plans and purposes, to the Lord's plans and purposes. Sometimes as parents, we got our own uh, ideas of what we want our kids to do. Um, I know the Lord has been convicting me of that recently as our kids are going into college. And so this is something where we, again, in a fresh way, and as you guys as parents are doing in a fresh way, is committing our children to the Lord's plans and purposes. And then lastly, what they're really doing is inviting us as a church family to join them in this endeavor to pray for and evangelize and disciple their children, particularly here, little Naraya. So why don't we do that? I would love if I could just pray over you guys. And she's in a good spot here, so I'm going to let her stay right in your arms, Liv. And I'm just going to pray over you guys. So, Lord, what a blessing it is, O God, to be able to pray for this precious girl. And, Lord, one of the passages that uh, Kenneth and Livia picked out and really was impressed by you to pray over her was from that beautiful passage in, in Numbers, Lord, where you say, over your people, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Oh, Lord, would she know your peace at a young age? Would she know your countenance and saving smile? Would you, oh God, save her at a young age that she may know you and call out upon the name of the Lord and be saved? And grow up, oh God, like a young shoot in Christ, bearing fruit in keeping with repentance, and that she would grow and tell others of you as well. And that together as sisters, they would delight in you. And what, Lord, would you give wisdom to Kenneth and to Livia? God, you know we need wisdom hour by hour. God, would they depend on you? Would they lean on you for fresh grace and fresh wisdom? Lord, not only to abide in you and to follow you and to obey you and modeling the joy of the Lord before their daughters, but also when they sin, and we do sin as parents, that they would also be quick to repent and model repentance, that we need you, Jesus, at every turn, and that they would tell and model to their children, their beautiful daughters, that it is Christ that we turn to. It's Christ that we lean upon. It's Jesus who forgives, and it's Jesus who saves and empowers. And so I pray, Lord God, that this family, your hand of blessing and protection would be over them. Father, we ask all of this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. We have a gift for you guys. And I know Isabel had one gift earlier. This is a, a, a different book. This is particularly um, designed for Christmas, and it talks about the coming King, Jesus Christ. And so it's a wonderful time. You can open this up and start reading tonight if you want. So it sounds like she's in a good spot already. So yeah, yeah, all right.
if you can just thank the Lord for this beautiful couple. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to invite up uh, Pastor Ted at this time. Great. Thanks so much. And so thankful for the Buchanan family. I'm actually going to invite Nal to come forward uh, to read our scripture passage uh, for today. I'm good with the technology now, sorry about that. (laughs) Um, I'm reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. I'll wait a second while you get to your Bibles. The shepherds and the angels, verse 8. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ted. Amen. Thanks so much now. Well, this morning is uh, Singing Sunday, and so I want to invite some guest singers uh, up onto the, uh, onto the platform here today. And so particularly at, uh, at Christmas time, we like to have a Sunday that's really dedicated to singing. As Jameson said at the beginning of the service, uh, singing uh, punctuated all the key moments in the Christmas story. And there are so many beautiful Christmas songs, uh, songs that are new, songs that are uh, old. Uh, and so we want to be able to take the opportunity to, uh, to do that. Uh, and I know as a, as a preacher and as a Bible teacher that uh, by the time Sunday afternoon rolls around, um, you're, not, you're not thinking or running over your mind, you know, the three points in a poem that you heard from me. 
Uh, but what's running through your mind is our melodies and images that come from the songs that we sing on Sunday. Uh, songs have a lasting power. They have a lasting effect uh, on us. And, um, and that's, that's really true even on into, uh, into eternity. Uh, in heaven, we're all going to sing and we know in the book of Revelation, they're singing start to finish in the book of Revelation. There's no sermons. Uh, there aren't any, there, uh, I'm going to be blissfully unemployed in the new heavens and the new earth. Uh, but we're all going to be uh, singing. Worship will go on and on uh, for, all of, for all of eternity. And uh, so we're so glad to have these young ones from Hope Kids with us. And praise the Lord that we have too many kids to fit on our riser. This is a great problem to have. Amen. Amen. That'll work. Yeah, just right out front there. Good stuff. Okay, so these guys are going to lead us in a song in just a minute, a song that comes right from Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Now kids, it says that this story, which is the Christmas story, it actually started like a scary story. That's how it begins, because this angel appears to these shepherds. It's happening at night. Most scary stories start at night, right? And then this creature appears, this angel, and it says, the first thing it says in the story is that the shepherds were filled with great fear. Can you guys show me what it would look like to be filled with great fear? Show me you're filled with great fear face. That's pretty good. How about the grown-ups? Can you guys show me you're filled with great fear face? All right, so the shepherds were filled with great fear, and that's because there was an angel that had appeared to them. And the angel had a, had a message to share, and I'd like to have uh, one of you here. Can, can, can you read uh, this from my Bible right here? Read right. This is what the angel had to say to the shepherds. Can you read that? Yeah. Fear not, for behold, bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Excellent. Let's hear it for our reader today. You ever notice that the first thing the angels always have to say is fear not? They have to get that like out of the way. Whenever an angel appears, Old Testament, New Testament, it's always do not fear because an angel is not some little Ann Gettys cute little angel. These are like powerful spiritual beings who have come from the presence of God. And, and so it's terrifying to encounter an angel. And so they were all, show me you're filled with great fear face. They were all <gasps> filled with great fear. And the angel had to say, fear not. And he, he said that I have a message for all people. So again, I'm not a singer, I'm a preacher, and it's going to be hard to remember what I'm saying. So kids, to help the grown-ups remember what I'm saying, that the message of Christmas is a message for all people, I want you guys to do this action, for all people. Don't elbow your neighbor in the face. So if you're taking notes today from Luke chapter 2, this is a message 
for all people. It's not just for them. Let's go. It's for all people. And that's what the angel said in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. There's, there are two visitors that come to see Jesus. There's the shepherds, and they show up the night of. And then the magi, the wise men, they come a little bit later. And there's a significant amount of diversity in terms of, in terms of ethnic background, in terms of social economic background. The visitors who come to Jesus represent, everyone do it, all people. Jesus is a savior for all people. And then the angel says that they're to look for Jesus where? They're to look for Jesus, so he's going to be lying somewhere. Where's he going to be lying? In a manger. In a manger. It's, yes, you guys got all the details. And, and so what I would expect is, okay, there's, this king has been born, and you will find him laying in a golden crib, surrounded by servants and, and, and silky purple cloth. No, 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 that's not what it says. Or, or that maybe he's, he's, you'll find him laying uh, in a temple surrounded by incense and priests. No, that's not what it says. It says you're going to find him in a manger. Because the Savior is for all people. It doesn't get more accessible. It doesn't get more down to earth than about this far off the earth in an animal feeding trough. And some of you came here today because, you know, your niece or nephew was in the service or your, your grandchild is in the service. He said, I'm going to church. I got I to I get myself together, right? And so you ironed your shirt. I actually ironed this shirt. It doesn't look like I did. But so you, got, you, you, you ironed your shirt and you, <laughs> and, and you got yourself cleaned up because you're thinking, I'm coming to church. I got to clean myself up. And then some of you also thought, well, listen, I'm, I'm coming to church, and not just on the outside, but I, I got to clean myself up on the, on the inside as well. Listen, if you're going out into the barnyard, you don't, you don't clean yourself up. If you're going to meet someone who's laying in a manger, you don't have to put on your Sunday best. Because Jesus came for, do it with me, all people, and all people can come as they are. And it doesn't matter what your religious background is or your ethnic background or, or, or your, your economic background, whether you're rich or poor or middle class. John 3.16 says that God so loved the world, that's all people, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, whoever believes in him, not the ones who clean themselves up, not the ones who think that they're, they're perfect, not the ones who, who always do what is right. No, Jesus is a message. Jesus Coming at Christmas is a message, let's do it one more time, for all people. It's a message for all people. It's a message, it's a message for you. So firstly, it's a message for all people. Secondly, it's about the birth of a Savior. Everyone do the birth of a Savior action. All right. Grown-ups, let's see it. Birth of a Savior. It's a message for all people about the birth of a Savior. And so the, the angels share their second, the second part of the message. Maybe I'll come around to this side. We've got a reader over on this side. Oh, they're like, don't look at me. Okay, we'll come back on this side. Okay, that's fine. The look says it all. Okay, stand up. Read this part for me. Which one? The part in handwriting. Nice this big, one? yeah. For God unto okay, you. Hold, here, hold, you hold the mic. There we go. For God unto you is born this day in the city 
of David, a Savior, who is in Christ the Lord. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So the message is for all people that the Savior has been, has been born. Jesus came to be a Savior. Now, some of you might have superheroes that you like to watch on TV or in movies or read about, and they come and they save the day. They rescue people who are in danger. And Jesus, you got a superhero like that? You feeling me? Yeah. And our, our gro- the grown-ups, we like to learn about superheroes as well. And then sometimes we think that if we, if we have a, a, a particular political inclination, we think that there are political saviors. If we could just get this person into office, then, then everything will be okay. Or, or we're looking for some sort of financial uh, savior or, or someone to, to help uh, rebuild some of the, the bridges that have been broken in our society. We're all looking for, for a savior but oftentimes the saviors that we're looking for are, are more about the symptoms and not about the source. All that's wrong in our world is because we've turned our backs on God. And Jesus has come to rescue us, to be our savior. So it's a, the, 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 the angel said that, that a savior has been born who is Christ, that, that's the Messiah, the long-awaited savior of the Jewish people, but he's also for all people, and he's the Lord. The Lord, that means king, that means master. And that's what we have the hardest time about. That's why the Christmas story is a scary story. Because if you're going to believe it, if you're going to believe the Christmas story... You have to let Jesus be Lord. And we like being in charge. Well, we like living under the delusion that we're in charge. And part of the reason why we're so filled with anxiety and worry is because we think we are in charge or we should be in charge, but we know deep down that we're not. But it's good news to know that we have a Savior who came to save us and who came to be Lord. So let, let's review the points so far. So this is a message for all people about the birth of a Savior. And then the last one is this, who will bring peace on earth. So here's peace and here's the earth. Peace on earth. Peace on earth. All right, grown-ups, come on, don't leave me hanging up here. Peace on earth. All right. So this is, what the, this is what the angel, now all the angels get involved, okay? So everyone's going to repeat after me because this next part is what all the angels had to say. So there was one angel who gave the initial message and then there's this multitude of angels in verse 14. All right, so repeat after me. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, sorry, we only got one shot at this, okay guys? You guys are angels, you got big, loud, strong voices, okay? Let's try it again. Glory to God. In the highest. And on earth. Peace among those. With whom he is pleased. All right. So this is a message for all people. All right. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Good job, guys, all the angels. So this is a message for, do it with me, all people about the birth of a Savior who will bring peace 
on earth. And this is what, this is what the Christmas message is about. Jesus came into a world that was hostile and filled with hatred, filled with violence and sadness and sorrow, and he came to bring peace. And the way that he brought about peace is that he walked right into the violence. He walked right into the hostility. He walked right into the sadness and the sorrow, and he bore all of that on the cross when he suffered and he died. And there's Lots of prophecies in the Old Testament about Jesus, that he would be born in Bethlehem, that there would be a star that would announce his birth. But there was also prophecies not just about his birth, but about his death. And Isaiah 53 verse 5 says this, he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. The reason why we don't have peace on earth is because we won't give glory to God in the highest. The reason why we don't have peace on earth is because we won't receive Jesus as Lord, as Christ, and as Savior. Because there's a breakdown in humankind's relationship with God, that leads to breakdown with our relationship with one another, with the, with the creation, with the environment around us. It's all falling apart. And all these words, you know, transgressions, iniquities, these are words for sin, where rather than listening to what God says, we, we choose to go our own way. But Jesus died on the cross to bring us peace. And listen, when you have peace with God, when you place your faith in Jesus, and when you get things right with God and have peace with him, that makes peace with other people possible. And that makes peace with our circumstances possible. And so, yes, loved ones, this message is a message of do it, do it with me. It's for all people. And you're one of those people. Jesus came for you. And he came to bring peace into your life. And he came to be Lord and master of your life. And if you would confess your sin and believe that Jesus was crushed for your sin on the cross, you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gift of eternal life. And that will give you peace. So let's do it. Let's do all the actions one more time. This is a message for all people about the birth of a Savior who will bring peace on earth. So I'm going to invite the musicians to come back up. You guys can get up on your feet and we're going to get ready to sing. I just want to share one note about the song we're going to sing. This was a song that was first put to paper by a man named John Wesley Work. Jr. John Wesley Work Jr. Uh, Wesley Work Jr. was a brilliant man. He studied at Harvard. He was a professor uh, at a university in Latin and in Greek. But John Wesley Work Jr. was the son of John Wesley Work Sr. And John Wesley Work Sr. and, and his father before him, uh, they were slaves. And they trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ. They believed the message that Jesus had, had come for all people. And even though there were people in the world who refused to have peace with them, even though there were people in the world who thought that they were less human or were or worthy of hatred or mistreatment, John Wesley Work Jr.'s family believed in Jesus 
And they, they were able to love and forgive even the people who hated them and treated them like enemies. And I'm sure they heard lots of sermons and they also sang lots of songs. And again, one of the reasons why we have Singing Sunday is because we don't, we don't know what kind of sermons that John Wesley Work Jr. heard when he was growing up or that his parents heard when he was growing up. But they sang songs to one another to encourage one another. And John Wesley Work Jr. learned this song from his father. And the song is, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Over the hills and everywhere. These were, this, 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 this song was written by people. They weren't allowed to go over the hills. They had to stay because they were enslaved. But they had true freedom because they knew Jesus Christ. They had hostility and opposition and hatred everywhere that they looked. But they had peace because they knew Jesus. And, and they sang about this song about the shepherds who were given this message that Jesus had come for all people. And that's the power and the beauty of this song. John Wesley Ward Jr. was born 150 years ago. And so we're about to sing a song that's over 100 years uh, old in writing and, and however long on beyond that generation to generation. And what's about to happen here is something very, very beautiful. We're going we're gonna, to we're going to sing a song together that... One generation of grandparents and parents passed on to children and grandchildren uh, uh, over a hundred years ago. And now we are going to, as grandparents and parents and children and grandchildren, we're going to sing it together. You see the beauty in that? And so we are going to worship the Lord Jesus Christ and we are going to go tell it on the mountain because there's a message for all people about a Savior who has been born to bring peace on the earth. All right, I'll turn it over to you guys. All right, are you guys ready to sing loud? Yeah? You guys have been practicing this one for a little bit, so we're ready to sing, okay? Let's go, band. Here we go. Can you guys help us out and clap like this?
guys back to your classroom so that you're ready for mom and dad to come and pick you up. But for everybody else, we're going to sing a couple more songs here. Let's hear it one more time for the kids as they make their way up that way. All right, everybody else, why don't we, why don't we get on our feet and we're going we're gonna to close out this morning with a couple more songs. Let's lift our voices.
Amen. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us for our Singing Sunday today. It's been a real blessing uh, to be together. Remember, if you're uh, visiting with us today or if you want more information about that Young Adults event happening this afternoon, the Welcome Center is straight uh, through those doors. Our cafe is open. Make sure uh, that you uh, take an opportunity to grab a coffee, spend some time with some other brothers and sisters in Christ, congratulating the uh, Buchanan family as well. So much to celebrate, so much to be thankful for. You are loved.